0: Brick and Mortar Reporter episode 134. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview, and don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and I'm your host for today. So glad you've decided to spend a few moments with us and to join us for a few thoughts on things that we can do to improve our businesses and continue in the journey toward the freedom and the life that we want. Before we get started, let me remind you. This podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. And Team Podcast is simply the one stop shop for all of your podcast support services. If you have a podcast or are starting a podcast, you'll be surprised at the amount of time that is consumed doing all the tasks just to get the content published. Team Podcast can handle all of that for you, which then frees up your time to just focus on creating great content. So if you need help, simply go to teampodcast.com. Now today I wanted to share with you some uh, a little bit of inspiration. I wanted you to get it uh, sort of vicariously through me. Um, after uh, I had a fantastic time on Friday night, I was able to see Diana Nyad, and her new one-woman show—it's called *Onward*. I was able to go see that on Friday night. It's a fantastic show. If you ever get a chance to see it, don't hesitate. Just go. She's going to hopefully try to be able to get it on Broadway. And if it goes there, many many people will be able to see it and get get you know the inspiration and motivation from it. But the whole thing with her is you don't realize you know you know she's famous for swimming from the Cuba to uh, the Florida Keys, and she's the only one to ever make that swim. And there's so many interesting facts about it. But after going to the show, you realize what a talented, smart, and multi-talented person that she is. In the show, she sings. Of course, we saw her dance on Dancing with the Stars. Um, she plays the bugle at one point. She acts. She does tons of different accents. And above all of that, she is so poised. And so comfortable talking to people. And after the show, she stayed and had a Q&A session, and you, you could ask any question you wanted. And even after that, she, st- she just came right down to the front and let people come by, take pictures, sign autographs, do whatever. And the most important thing to her before you even started talking is, what is your name? And I've heard people all over town. Of course, in Key West, you know, it's a small town anyway. But in Key West, you know, people encounter her. She remembers that. And she has real encounters. And to be so intensely focused to capture all that information when you meet somebody and to really... I mean, she seems so genuine, it's almost scary. I mean, it really seems that she enjoys meeting people and talking to people and help motivating people. And so her show was about her life, and you think, a one-woman show about her life and her swim to Cuba or whatever, how boring could that be? But I promise you, it is well worth listening to. Now, there are some amazing things about the life of Diana Nyad, and she is one I will quote time and time and time again. Because one of her famous quotes is find a way. And even when she did her TED talk, that was one of the things she mentioned is she just said, you know, I just think no matter what you're doing and, you know, if you have a goal and you want to achieve it, then you have to find a way and to even go beyond that. If there's not a way, you have to make a way and it can be done. And And she proved that time and again, she failed to meet the criteria to go from Cuba to the United States in the water and swimming and, you know, for different reasons and different obstacles were put in her way. So each time she'd go back to the drawing board and she would focus on what was that one critical thing that was the obstacle that she couldn't overcome. Sometimes it was fatigue. Other times it was like a, something like a natural predator, like a box jellyfish. Well, how do you figure out a solution that's never been figured out before for someone to be able to swim without a shark cage and all this other stuff without, uh, without getting bitten by these box jellyfish. And, um, you know, it's interesting because the rules of so much of, uh, the governance of the regulations for that race, you know, they prevent so many, uh, things that would actually help the swimmers. You know, you can't wear neoprene because it is a flotation device. You can't, you know, you can't do a lot of different things. You can't, People cannot touch her from the moment she's in the water until she gets on terra firma across the other, to the, in the Florida Keys. And so you can't touch her. She cannot touch the boat. You know, can you imagine 53 hours in the water without being able to touch the boat even whenever someone's trying to, you know, the minute you're stopping to get instructions or try to plan, you're having to tread water because you cannot relax. So there's all these things going on. And yet she still kept coming back time and again. By the fifth time, she was now 64 years old. And I don't know about you, but most 64-year-olds are not thinking that they are in the prime of their life. But Diana and I, it's different. She trained and she continued training. And she said, even in the show, she said, here I am at 65. 65, that is the age where most people can retire and live a good life well into the age bracket for the senior discounts. (laughs) And she says, I am in the prime of my life, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I am the best right now that I ever have been. And to that, all I can say is, wow. I mean, what an amazing experience to be able to see her in person and to talk to her and hear her be able to uh, give her firsthand account of all the obstacles that she overcame. So I wanted to kind of draw out a few of the lessons that hit me that we can take from the amazing feat that Diane and I did. She accomplished something incredibly impossible. She did it in the face of all of the professionals, I put that in quotes, all of her team, and it took a team of 44 for her final trip. But she had scientists, she had doctors, she had inventors, she had Uh, other type of engineer-type people, meteorologists, all these things that were coming together and she was trying to put together the trip and those people said, you know what? It's just not going to be possible. We've tried four times. We're not going to try a fifth time. We just have to come to the realization that what you're trying to do is not possible. And let me just say that Diane and I had knew how awful it was out there. I mean, I can imagine, I've never run a marathon. The most I've ever run before is a 10K. And if running a marathon is so draining on your body and it is it is a terrible toll to take on your body and you put your, your body through brutalities that you would never think of um, otherwise, it just gets harder and harder to think about doing that and failing and facing it again and again and again. But that's exactly what Diana and I did. And by going through and pushing through to that fifth time, she looked all of those terrors in the face again and said, I'm willing to go through it because I'm focused on the prize. So I just wanted to take a few minutes today and go ahead and pull out some little nuggets. And if you are ever around Diana and and you hear her speak or hear her talk she is full of what I call little value nuggets that she gives you that are just really make you think I mean she's a deep thinker and she can say things in a way that you're like yes that's it so you're never lacking from motivation when you're around her and the thing is it's because she's motivated intrinsically it's internal for her she drives her own self to achieve levels of performance that other people can't. And many of us do not have that in us. The rest of society, like me and you, we don't have that drive. That's why we're not elite athletes. That's why we're not trying to do the same thing or trying to beat her record and say I want to do it in 52 hours and 29 minutes instead of 53 hours, whatever it was. But one of the things that was really brought out was that that nothing is an excuse Yes, there are tons of uh, environmental uh, obstacles that Diane and I had, had to overcome. She also had to overcome her age. You know, 64 is not the typical profile of an elite athlete. Most of them, uh, most athletes, by the time they're well uh, turning 40, they are kind of putting themselves on the back burner. They're not at their prime. And so she had all the environmental obstacles. She had her age. She had (laughs) the lack of support. She had other experts telling her it wasn't going to be possible. But nothing was an excuse. Nothing was allowed to stop her. And she just kept reinventing. And she got people to invent that crazy mask that she put on she actually wears the mask in her show during a part of it and you can when you hear her talk you realize how cumbersome it is uh, on her and how much it's it would it would be like wearing those things in your mouth that the dentist uses to put in there that you bite down on when they want to take an x-ray you know what I'm talking about the ones that kind of gag you it's like that but then you also have a silicone mask over your face completely improbable that you would be able to perform any athletic endeavor with that but she had to invent that to get through, deal with the obstacle of the box jellyfish because that couldn't be an excuse either so it's just one of those things where when you realize that no barrier or no obstacle is an excuse to quit what does that mean that means you will find a way to overcome it because you're going to keep you're not going to keep butting, butting your head against the same wall again and again Um, The other thing about Diana Nyad is that she is driven by a will and a determination to achieve whatever the goal is. And part of being driven is being focused and being so in tune with that goal that you will not let anyone deter you. And it means if you have to move to do that, if you have to change your schedule around, if you have to do other things, it's one of those things where that Focus consumes your life. And that's exactly what it, what it did with her. So nothing can be an excuse. And you have to stay focused on your goal. And the thing about it is, I think we as individuals, and I know myself personally, boy, it is so easy to let myself off the hook. I am easy on myself when it comes to, oh, well, that was really hard. I won't do that again. What? Diana and I knows nothing about hardship equals don't do it. Let yourself off the hook. No, it was hard. It's hard to get up at four thirty and go swim for two hours and then go to school all day and then come back home and then swim again some more and not go play with your friends. It's hard whenever you train and train and train and all you do is train for eight hours a day. And then you fail. And you get all these other people bought into your mission and you're motivated and then you go and you fail. And then you go and you fail again. And these people are starting to scratch their heads saying, what am I doing on this ship? Going the wrong direction. We're not going to get anywhere near hitting this goal. And before you know it, they failed again. And they failed again. I mean, think about it. Would you, would you sign on for a company to a founder that failed four times and said, you know, would you go through all four of those failures with them and then be up for the fifth venture? I don't think so. But that focus and that determination superseded any of the obstacles and any of the barriers that were out there. And it's so amazing to see somebody do something that everyone says is impossible and then have them walk away from it and be able to kind of reflect on it. And that's exactly what the show was that Diane and I was doing. And the, the other thing is that I think is so amazing is that in our lives, we uh, put goals in front of ourselves and sometimes they're not very specific they're not something we can focus on but the one thing about her was that she had an absolute passion for what she was doing and because of that she was never even considering giving up and quitting and when you have a passion for what you're doing which most of us are trying to move in that direction is having a passion for what we're doing and letting it propel you and allowing you to keep going whenever you get hit with obstacle after obstacle, it's to the point where you don't even consider quitting. It's crazy, but that's what passion does. And so, um, you know, Diane and I, it was just such an inspiration with that. And, you know, I, I think of the ways that I can apply so many of her lessons to my life and I look at it and say, you know what, if I, I thought about this. I can't do anything for 53 hours straight. I can't. I couldn't lay in bed for 53 hours straight. I couldn't sit somewhere for 53 hours straight. I couldn't stand up for 53 hours straight and just stand there. But yet, this woman is swimming, and not just swimming in a pool. She's swimming in the wide open ocean where you can't control anything, where the temperatures in the water are very, very cold, where the threats from the animals are there. She had to survive a thunderstorm at one point in time. And because of that, the boats had to you know go away from her and leave her a little bit because they had to get out of the storm so they didn't get hit by lightning. But she and her two divers kept going. Could you imagine being swimming in the ocean in a thunderstorm and not stopping what you're doing and getting out? I couldn't imagine it either. But all these things... And she kept going and she kept persevering. She was focused on the goal. So I look at that and say, if she could do that for 53 hours, why can't I exercise for 30 minutes a day? Why can't I show a little bit of discipline in focusing on my schedule? Now, I will tell you just kind of a funny thing. Um, There's an intermission in the show. And in this, this show, at the point at which the intermission is, you're in the middle of her swim. And it's talking about um, all the songs. She had a playlist of 85 songs and she had known that she could sing one song exactly this amount of time and it it would get her through the night. So she would sing like a song like 965 times or something ridiculous like that. But she was on a raised platform and she was uh, laying prone on it and she was mimicking the swimming motion. And she was doing that, which I think that would be so much harder than doing it on a, you know, in water where you're actually buoyant, but doing it on a platform where you're actually, you know, you have something pressing up against your lungs and you're having to lift yourself off of that. During the intermission, it's a 10-minute intermission, she continued this swimming motion the entire time just as a way of sort of showing you the scale and the magnitude of what she did. And it was unbelievable because she never stopped swimming. And people are getting up, going get drinks, go to the bathroom. She's still on stage swimming. And it really hits you whenever you sit back down and you think, wow, during that whole time she's been swimming. And then you look at the standards we hold our lives to and the way we let ourselves off the hook. This is what I, I started in on myself saying, wow. You know, and it's the same things whenever I think about, you know, the physicality of that and those people that can't run, maybe they're in a wheelchair, but they're going to do something to come back and challenge themselves in a very physical way. And some people now, you know, that have had terrible injuries and now they, maybe they couldn't walk and now they can walk and they'll continue to do that because they can. But yet those of us that are perfectly healthy and can walk and can run and do all these other things, many times we are too lazy to do that. And so it's really a rebuke and a challenge to get yourself in a situation where you are living your fullest life and being disciplined and holding yourself to a higher standard and continually pushing yourself and finding a way when you hit an obstacle. Nothing is, nothing, <laughs> this is a Marie uh, Forleo uh, statement, but nothing, or, or let me say this, everything is figure outable and that is the attitude that we need to have. And it might be that you need to tweak and it might be that you need to do something different, but everything is figure outable. Find a way. Those are two things that you need to take from it, no matter where you are in your life and what you're trying to accomplish. And I hate to say it, but many of us aren't trying to accomplish anything. Many of us just get up and go through the day letting whatever life throws at us take us over. And then from that point, we deal with it on a reactionary level. There's nothing that we're trying to do to accomplish something in our lives. And that is sad because we've been given one life. We've been given one opportunity to impact this universe and make this planet a better place because we were in it. And we're going to squander it. And we're going to squander it because we sell ourselves short. We put ourselves in situations we shouldn't be in with jobs, with debt, with other things, and we've got to figure out how to get out of that and how to break the cycle so that we are living more fulfilled lives. So if you get a chance to ever go see Diana Nyad's one-woman show, Onward, please do it. You will not be disappointed. You will be motivated and inspired, you know, to do something in your life like she did where she had to train so much before she got to do that actual final swim and I wonder if there would have been another one if she had failed the fifth time I didn't get to ask her that in the Q&A but I should have but even then with all that being said she still figured out how to do it and now she's able to take a message to the world that 64 is not an old lady 64 is a world record setting swimmer 64 is the age that someone can do something that's impossible that no one else in the world has been able to do. And I don't know about you, but there's not one single thing in my life that I am the only person in the world that's able to do it. I don't know of anything in my life that nobody has ever done before. And what a remarkable thing. So, Please get the motivation you can from it if you ever have the opportunity to. And then let my uh, experience and my uh, motivation and inspiration that I got from it on Friday night, boy, let it be a lesson. to you. There's so many things we can learn from it and so many things that we need to change about our lives, but we've got to force ourselves to do it. And to be able to do that takes an incredible amount of will and determination and focus and not letting yourself off the hook. Don't always take the easy path. The easy path gets you an easy life that is so unfulfilling. But when you work hard for something and you find a way and you figure it out, boy, then you really hit your zone and you really hit your stride and your target. I'm not there yet. You're probably not there yet. But we're on the path and we're on the journey to try to get there. So let me remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast. And if you have a podcast or need podcast support services, Please check out Team Podcast. They do it all in one, inclusive packages, one low monthly fee for about everything you need for you to just be free to create content and rock the mic on your podcast. So, teampodcast.com, all of your podcast support services. Thank you again for joining us on this wonderful journey that is life and all the things that we have set out to accomplish in our lives. We don't have a lot of time to waste. So, I encourage you to get busy and figure out how you're going to find a way to have the life you really want. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you for listening to the brick and mortar reporter podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.